this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for Survivor Wednesday here on AfterBuzz TV. We have so much to talk about tonight. A new host, so much going on. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. It is After Buzz <laughs> Survivor Wednesday, our favorite day of the week. Of course. Uh, we are here with a new panelist, which Yay. we're very, very excited about. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Everybody in the live chat, we love hearing your guys' comments and all of your questions. Keep it up. I'm your host, Paige Bonanno, and my wonderful panelists that are here with me tonight are... What's up, everybody? I'm Timothy Michael. Hey guys, it's James Wallington. I'm so excited to be back after a two-year hiatus. I can't believe it's been that long, but I'm so happy to be back. Yes. So you guys, the newer viewers might not know James, but if you guys have been with us here from the start, you will obviously know who James is. He was the lead host of the Survivor panel a couple years ago, and he had he had a bunch of stuff going on. You know, took a little break. Took a little break, yes. but you know, Survivor, it's the true love. So you're back. I am back, and I'm so <laughs> excited to be back. And I loved last week's panel watching you guys and your little oh it's like resurrecting a panelist from the past it's so <laughs> perfect for Ghost Island so I'm so happy to be here and we're really excited to have you too because um, for those of you who don't know James is like a huge huge Survivor super fan mm-hmm. huge true. buff like you've watched every season every no? season every episode never miss it and I feel like this is something that's great because in I mean, I think we lack a little bit the the very far mm-hmm. knowledge of Survivor. You even know a little bit more. I, I mean, I didn't start watching Survivor until, like, Cambodia. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I didn't watch all those beginning seasons. And I feel like that was something that I really liked when you were on the panel was, you know, you brought all of that old knowledge that really comes in handy, especially with a season like this where we see all those old idols and stuff from the past. So that would be really... Really exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just like the show. Like, you have the old school fans mm-hmm. who, like, love the first few seasons. And then the people that kind of came in the 
middle of the road, like yeah. the middle school fans and then the new school. So it's just like the show, like the game is evolving. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. When did you start watching? Because you were like kind of in the middle, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. No, I started watching in the beginning and then I took a hiatus yeah. and then I came back at the end. But I'm in awe of anybody who like watches this show from season one, episode one. <laughs> oh my and God. still remembers all. I mean, this episode, they switched tribes and I was like, Dude, I don't remember that, anything anymore. I'm not kidding. That is James because he will say stuff and I'm like, how in the hell do you remember that? Because yeah, we're, I was sitting there today and I'm like, who's that person? Who's that person? Who's, it's so hard in the beginning to know. like the blind leading the blind. <laughs> and I feel like that's something too is like with their Instagrams and stuff, a lot of the yeah. times I... Once I start to get to know people, mm-hmm. I really creep on their Instagrams and like find out their stories and like look more back on their lives. But at the beginning, I'm like, I don't know these people yeah. yet. I can't really do that. But you, I mean, you've been looking at a lot of people already. So. I do. And I maybe later on we'll have some juice Ooh. to spill. You know, we'll see. <laughs> some juice to spill. So, anyways, once again, guys, thanks so much for joining us in the live chat and make sure to give us your comments. So, beginning at this episode, the first uh, little thing I wanted to talk about was we had a tribe swap. First thing we did was a tribe swap. And how did you guys feel about that tribe swap right away? Mm. Like, I, I mean, for me personally, I felt like they didn't have enough time to really make so many bonds. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was a little too soon to do a tribe swap. I think I would have liked to have seen maybe Navidi lose a member or two mm-hmm. before right. the swap. Because I do feel like with how it all fell into place, it seemed very stacked for Navidi to do well. But mm-hmm. I understand that's part of the game, too. Like, you have to kind of, like, be on your toes. Things are mm-hmm. always changing. But... My opinion was it was a little too soon. Well, that's what I love about when they do these tribe swaps early is because it does keep you on your toes. It keeps the the contestants on their toes. It keeps the fans on their toes. I also like the fact that they switch it so early so that the tribes don't bond so heavily Mm -hmm. to whereas when they're on a new tribe... They're like five strong, and then it's so predictable where they just start picking off everybody that was on right. the other time that don't have the numbers. So or, you do like when they do it earlier. I do. Okay, because like I, I just kind of feel like, would you even be worried at this point when you're changing? It's kind of like eh, I don't know these people that well. It's only been a couple of days. They, I mean, two people have been voted off. But I feel like there's a good balance between because if we if we look at Angela for example tonight, she was yeah. all like, "I'm loyal. I'm going to stick to my tribe." Right. So there are people like that <laughs> on your tribe, but then there are other people. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. That are like, no, you know what, I'm ready to to switch a bitch up. Yeah, and, and I guess it'll help me, you know, like get to know these people better right away because I have to know their names. <laughs> exactly. Um, so on Navi- the new Navidi tribe, we have Donathan, Libby, Laurel, James, Dom, Chris, Angela, Wendell, and Morgan. Mm-hmm. If you guys are keeping up with their names. <laughs> and, and on Malolo, Stephanie, Jenna, Brendan, Michael, Desiree, Sebastian, Kellen, Bradley, and Chelsea. And we are going to do a draft later uh, uh, today. So you guys get your uh, get your people ready and see who you would pick. Ooh. Um. So, I mean, I guess before we get too far into it, like, what were your just overall thoughts on the episode? Um, I, I, I should have said that first. No, no, well, here's my thing. I I don't know why, for some reason, this season, I'm really attracted to the, the female players. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, a lot more stronger female players this season than there are male players. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little disappointing that they're getting picked off one by one here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No. And I, I would kind of agree, no. yes, there are very strong female characters, but my problem is they're not being showcased um, as much as some of the men. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's a lot more male airtime than there is female, and there's 
a lot of characters that stick out to me that are females, but I want to see more. Like, I, I feel like we're starting mm-hmm. to see a little bit more of Jenna. We didn't really see much of her in the premiere. Yeah. Who's Chelsea? Who is Chelsea? I would love to know who she is and what she brings to the season. <laughs> Desiree so, is another one that I really want yeah, to get to know. I agree. I don't even know what Desiree looks like. She's the black girl with the short hair. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I don't know what Chelsea looks like then either. I have no idea what Chelsea looks like. <laughs> but yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I feel like we've seen a lot out of Donathan, James, Dom, Chris, Dom, Chris, yeah. um, the other guy, Brendan, even. Yeah, like, yeah, And I yeah. can't even remember Brendan's Michael, name half the time. even. Michael, Michael even. Yes. It's a yeah. very male stacked yeah. edit so yes. far. That's yeah. true, yeah. Speaking of Michael, I want to talk about idols a little bit. So, first, okay, first the idol with the Dom situation. Mm-hmm. So, Dom has an idol, but he tells Chris that he has a fake or he tells Chris that he has an idol, but that it's, it, it's a fake one. Yes. Right. So, I'm still a little confused as to why this is happening. I mean, do you have kind no, of... No, no, no. I thought Dom told Chris that he had the real... He had he had an idol. He showed him the fake idol, but he said it was a real idol. Exactly. Right. Yes. Which I see... I think I kind of... Yes. I'm picking up what you're trying to ask is that when I watched that last week, I was very confused as to, okay, yeah, sure, you're showing him a fake idol, but now you're planting a seed in his brain that you have a real idol. And you still do have a real idol, but you're showing him a fake one. To me, that doesn't really weigh out to make a good balance like you're you're still saying you have an idol right and that's going to cause a little bit of questioning with you so are you thinking that he would actually play this fake idol at tribal like at some point i'm so over people playing fake idols at tribal i think it's like the <laughs> stupidest like thing but people to don't do. know most of the time that it's fake but you look like an ass because you literally like oh i have an idol and then you go up there and you hand it to jeff and jeff is like no this is a fake idol and then everybody's like really, it dude? sure is entertaining though i don't think it's entertaining like i said in the last episode i think it's a little overdone and then playing at the at the tribal council is just annoying to me but what are you talking about because normally you don't have you don't make a fake idol like people find it and then they think it's real right, right. I'm talking about the person actually the person making actually it. Made it. Yes, yeah. the person actually like, making it. And then has the audacity to go to a tribal council, this and sacred let that environment, play it. and then actually play it. I'm just like, <laughs> you know it's fake. What do you do? Like, I get, like, having that you, saying to the tribe that you have one just to kind of throw them off, and then, like, bragging about it, hmm. and, like, you know, hyping yourself up, and then once you get to tribal, like, does anybody have a hitting idol? And then everybody looks at you, and you're like, nope. But actually getting up there and being like, yes, and then having the like the audacity to make Jeff Probe say that this is a fake idol. I'm just like, really, you guys? Why? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. But I guess I'm just still, I mean, you guys are probably going to call me out in the chat and be like, I can't believe you don't get this. But I just, I still don't understand what the point is of saying that you, ha- okay, you have an idol. It's yes. real. You have it. Yes. And then telling somebody you have an idol that's fake. Either way, to them, you have an idol. Yeah. And no, you that, do, though. And I will back you on that. It was very confusing because you're still saying you have an idol. Whether you're showing them the fake or the real one, you're right. still putting a target on your back. But exactly. The, exactly. It's not proving anything. But exactly. here's my thing, and I'm just, I'm going to disagree with you guys, mm-hmm. because right now, everybody, because Dom has such a big mouth, he told everybody in his tribe that he has this idol, whether it be fake, whether it be real, whether yes. the fake one is real, or whatever. I don't really care. What I'm saying is that they could have easily voted for him tonight, and they did not. So where's the target? <laughs> that's a good point but it's also too soon because if it was that fear that we'll get to it but James towards the end of the episode was saying he probably still has an idol it's kind of dangerous well, not knowing yeah. so yeah there is some truth into him playing that planting that seed of paranoia yeah but to me it's still like you're still admitting you have an idol well also <laughs> yeah. well also didn't did he show them the the fake idol in the episode, or was that in the yeah, preview? Yeah, for no, next he showed episode? him the fake idol. Okay, and then he James, James was and saying, yes. "Yeah, it might be a, it might be actually real." Oh my gosh! So, I, I mean, I guess then Chris, you know, Chris is the one that knows about this idol. Yes, 
And he basically goes around telling, he's the one that tells everybody about it first, right. before yeah. Dom gets a chance to tell mm-hmm. it. Is Chris telling it, it to these people to kind of just basically expose Dom as a liar for not telling them or more just to put the target on Dom's back to get him out? I think it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're showing that Dominic can't be trusted, but at the same time, you're showing that Dominic is a player and he's here to play. And that's mm-hmm. a very threatening type of player long term. So I think Chris is more playing, thinking long term that Dominic's going to be the bigger threat down the road. So let's plant that seed. Mm-hmm. Let's put that target on him now mm-hmm. so we can slowly make that move on Dominic when the time is right. I also think we have to look at the whole alpha male mm-hmm. uh, situation as well because Dom and Chris seem to be the most alpha at the in the in the tribe right now. And that always happens time and time, season and season mm-hmm. again, where the alpha males always go after mm-hmm. each other. So that should just be that. Well, at this point too, Chris is the only one that now thinks that Dom has a real idol. Everybody else knows that it's a fake idol. Right. Right. Except James has some doubt. Yeah. But every, but but when Chris comes back, he's not going to know that it's actually exactly. fake unless somebody tells him. Well, somebody's going to tell him. Angela we said will it, tell him. Well, Angela or James will probably tell him because like we said last yeah. episode, the guys on these tribes can never keep their mouths shut. Which then in turn, it still makes Dominic look shady. Right. Because why would you lie about having a fake idol? It makes me not trust you, period. Exactly. And at the same time, <laughs> it puts an even more target on your back because you were smart enough to make this fake idol while covering for the real one. Like, But the thing is, is he didn't need to do that in the first place. I what agree. do you need to cover for Nothing. when nobody even knows that you have anything right oh my god <laughs> I, think, I think the best the best play of a of a, a fake idol was when i maybe you can help me out here because <laughs> i don't remember who made it but then they planted it so that somebody would find it and then that person thought they actually had a hidden yeah. immunity idol. Was, i think it was, was that last year you're thinking yeah, of fans versus a favorite it was fans versus favorites the original one with it was in micronesia and eliza and jason had this exchange and jason was like i found an idol and eliza's like this is just a stick because it was a stick with a face carved in it she tried to play it at tribal council and it backfired and Jason really believed that it was a But real there was idol. another no, one there was another yeah. last year. But I think that was kind uh, of the like season the that set the tone okay. moving forward for these fake idols and how, yeah, there's a little bit of deception that could be of your benefit. When, yeah. How many years ago was Micronesia? Oh my gosh, so many years. You like, remember these people's names? Oh, yeah. like, I can't remember people's names from last season. <laughs> from yesterday. But it did happen in Millennials versus Gen X with Jay. The same Thank thing you. happened to Jay. So Jay. Okay. Yes. okay, there yes. we go. So... Speaking of idols, then, Steph and Jenna go run and look for idols as well. So we kind of have a free-for-all because the whole old Malolo tribe goes out and looks for idols together. Mm-hmm. Michael and Brendan are kind of looking. And what I thought was really cool is Michael found the old idol from... Survivor China. Survivor China. <laughs> and when when the guy left with two idols in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And what was so cool about that was, like, Michael was saying, you know, 11 years later, here I am. That was the first season of Survivor that I watched, and he was one of my favorite players, and now I'm holding this. Yes. I would be so... I would have nerded out much more <laughs> than I think Michael did. Like, yeah. that's so iconic. Like, who doesn't remember that from the Survivor franchise? Like, that was such a stupid move uh, that you went home with two idols. Like, I... Yeah, I was nerding out for Michael, because I don't think he nerded out enough. Yeah. <laughs> Here was my question in that whole thing. So... Jenna and Stephanie were looking for an idol, and then Michael and Brendan were also looking for the idol. I thought that they were all looking for it together. I think they were. But it they looks were, just but like the, the guys found it. Yeah, but they didn't go and tell Stephanie. But and Jenna he tells them the preview it. next week. Well, at the same time, like, why would you go together as a group of four when you're going to cover more ground split up? So I think right. I think naturally they ended up going their own ways. But mm-hmm. we, it as just you saw looked a preview, little shady because yeah. it. it they didn't immediately be like, "Hey guys, we have the idol." No, yeah. it was like, "Oh, the guys found it, and the guys are going to keep it." That's right. just what it looked like to me. 
Which, like you said, in the preview for next mm-hmm. week, it looks that, like they well, told them. Yeah, we'll yeah. see how that kind of transpires. The thing about that idol was, you know, it was so different than the idols we've been used to seeing in the past couple seasons, you know, since we've been in Fiji for so long. And it was, it was like huge. this big block, like wrapped in a package. And it kind of got me thinking as I was watching it, you know, we saw the, the flashback of going mm-hmm. into that big, um, like, temple in China. And it's kind of like, you know, ever since I've been watching Survivor, you know, I said it was a little bit of Cambodia and mostly Fiji. And I'm like, we, we, we're seeing the same things over and over and over. Like, do you guys miss having those old seasons where they went to Australia and they went to Cambodia and they went here and there and there instead of just being in Fiji every year? Yeah, because I think, I mean, I'm always going to be like an old school OG mm-hmm. fan. Like, I love seasons one through ten. I own them all on DVD. I'm such a nerd. Because <laughs> I, 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 like, I liked how raw it was in the sense that it felt very survival in the sense that they really did have to battle mm-hmm. the elements. Fiji, yes. to me, you're not really seeing a lot of the rain. You're not seeing a lot of the typhoons. You're not getting enough of no, the survival element. Right. Yeah. Where in the original seasons, like in Australia, there was a flood. And they lost their entire camp. Like, oh, right. how could you not remember that? Like, that was like, as a viewer, you're like... Oh my gosh, like, how are they going to survive mm-hmm. this? Like, their whole life is just washed away. But so, I miss that aspect. Yeah, and you just get to see so many different beautiful aspects of it, too. Like, different, you know, like we saw that big temple in China. Like, now we're just going to the same location yes. every time. I want to see these different countries. I feel like that's such a big part of, yeah. you know, a show like this that goes out of the country. No, I agree. I also miss the culture of the locations that mm-hmm. the contestants used to, you know, engage with the people of the culture and, like, they would win a challenge and then have to go and, and interact with these people and eat the local food and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. miss that aspect. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. what are you going to do in Fiji? Have hamburgers and fries. Right. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think. I mean, do you think that they need to leave Fiji? Judy says that they do, like, she thinks they do need to leave Fiji. And, I mean, I guess, you know, some people really like it and some people think that it's time for a change. And... Thomas McGee, I agree. I am done with Fiji. I, am <laughs> done. I, think, I think the consensus is that everybody's done I with mean, Fiji. from what I've heard, though, it doesn't seem like they have any plans to leave anytime I don't know. soon. I so either. No. I'm pretty sure Jeff Prost, Jeff Prost is getting old, you guys. I'm pretty sure Jeff Prost is like, I'm tired of battling the well, elements. Like, let yeah. them do it. Let's go to, like, a vacation. And he said so many times that they get along with, like, the Fiji people yeah. so well and they just have this wonderful crew that they yeah. have every year. And I get that. And I'm I get sure it. it's expensive to get licenses to all these other different places yep. and stuff like that. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. But when... Like James says, when you're an old school fan, you you you've you're kind of spoiled. You've been spoiled yeah. with all of these different locations, and now you're just stuck with one. Yeah. Well, and since we're on the topic of like old school, new school, like I think. I'm really curious to see how the whole ghost island element is going to play out because mm-hmm. it's already too many advantages. And like, I'm not a, I'm not like against the advantages, mm-hmm. but like, if you think of the original seasons, they had nothing. It yeah. really was all about the social, strategic mm-hmm. gameplay. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, I can literally sit back for a round because mm-hmm. I have an idol yes. and then play it when I need to. That's a great point because, to be honest, I think Ghost Island's been a little boring so far. Like, spe- hmm. specific Ghost Island, not the season. I'm right. saying when well, you yes. go to Ghost Island because. <laughs> Both, I mean, the last two episodes was no, there's no, no game. Yeah, yeah. which I like, think there should have been. Why yeah. would they have two in a row, no yeah. game? Why Every would they time. Have, why would they have no games at all? At least make it a game of chance. Like Do something. With, right, with Jacob, where you could either pick one or the other, and if you pick wrong, you don't get anything. Like, at least make it exciting. Right. Yeah. And which they did that in Gabon. Like, they had, like, this little exile island on uh, this lake, and I remember Sugar kept going to it, and it was like this or that and you got to choose if you wanted the advantage or the other thing and I feel like that's how Ghost Island should be because like otherwise what's the point of Ghost Island if the last two players that have gone there 
don't really and it's reap the just for them to not get voted off, basically. Yeah. yeah. The most exciting thing about Ghost Island was somebody going to Ghost Island right. because Chris went to Ghost Island. We were like, oh no, everything's yeah. so, he thought he would go. So, right. So that's the most exciting thing. And about it's Ghost like Island send them on a scavenger hunt or something. Like let them do something. They're just sitting there by themselves alone and don't get to play a game. Yep. Like let them go do something fun. <laughs> I don't know. Occupy them a little bit. <laughs> Um, so moving into immunity, I really loved this immunity challenge. I thought it was like really heavy on teamwork. Did it was like very parkour. Yeah, yes. my, yes. my palms it were sweaty when I was watching it. American Ninja Warrior. I don't yes. know if you guys watched that show, but I'm yes. obsessed with that show. Uh, I don't so know why I'm true. obsessed with that show, but I love it. Oh my god! No, I was seriously getting nervous during this challenge. Like I don't know why. I really? just was like sweaty. Yeah, it was very neck and neck. It was pretty much the entire time. Mm-hmm. So it was like, who's gonna? I mean, yeah. I think I was hoping for a little win just because they were complaining so much about their shelter and everything mm-hmm. like that. Like, old Navidi was complaining about New Malolo's, like, tribe, mm-hmm. and their their reward was a tarp. So I was like, well, I hope they win the tarp. Stop complaining. Actually, I'm really curious to know your thoughts about that. Uh-huh. What did you think about? It was To me, it was pretty much Bradley who was yes. complaining. Oh, yeah. Yes. But, like it's like what Brandon said. It, this is Survivor. Like, what did you sign up for? And, and like, and also like they're all spoiled. watching the sunset beautifully. And then yeah. he's like, "Well, it's cold in this, and you guys' camp is set up bad." And it's like, okay, like you had a nice camp, but like you switch all the time. Like right. you should know this by now. Seize every second. This yes. is an experience that yes. you went months of casting for. And now right. you're going to complain because it's a little too dirty at camp. Like, come on. I do we- like how they set up their camp. They had like a little living room. They had yeah. hammocks. They had a bedroom. The yeah. has it made. They did kill it with the camp setup. They did, True. and I just feel like because. Like we we were just talking about when they're just getting spoiled because they're in Fiji this entire time, whereas they're not mm-hmm. battling the elements. They're mm-hmm. not really, you know, nobody's gotten hurt mm-hmm. medically in a, a while. I, the last one I remember is like Joe. Yeah, mm. and yeah, because I don't know or who exactly or Caleb. Like that was like the same. You're talking about like Medivacs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, so Caleb to me was like the most dramatic one we've seen yeah. in like a while. What season was it? Was really really hot and everybody was hyperventilating. Like, that was the stroking um, out. The that fan was with, favorite one with uh, Caleb. Where was that? Is that game changer? That was Cambodia. Oh, that Cambodia. was Cambodia. That's what I mean. Like we had to like, well, change the location. Yeah, guys. it was like Cambodia, but not. And then Joe <laughs> ate too much meat, and then got his stomach got all messed up. Right. Yeah. So it's like they're so spoiled that like you're literally sitting here complaining about a camp. Right. <laughs> In this immunity challenge, um, I thought Donathan really, like, kind of stood out a little bit. Like, oh. he killed it. Why? Jesus. Because he made it over the ramps without yeah. falling? Oh, James on. couldn't even Come do that. On. James couldn't even do that the yeah, first time. Yeah, James, you're right. James cannot. Also, I think James should be a little more athletic than he is. Because he looks like a really athletic guy, and he just isn't really Not really. Showing. I'm on the same page as you, but I think yeah. you're giving a little bit too much <laughs> too much credit Dude, to Donathan. Guys... Just because he went last episode and was able to dive underwater. Well, last Hold week on. he couldn't do anything, and look at him this week. Hold on. Yes, I think... There's a lot of credit that is due for Donathan. Yeah. A because, <laughs> a because like this is such a culture shock experience for him. We've yes. seen already since the beginning of the, this season <laughs> that he hasn't gotten out of Kentucky at all, right. and like this is a huge deal for him. He's a huge fan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, last episode seeing him overcome that mm-hmm. moment, dive down there and get those balls up from the the ocean, like. Watching him really, he didn't have any issues. He just went for it. And right. I think to me, that's exciting because there's growth yes. that's being shown. That, that's and what that's what this show's about. Right. Yes. And so I applaud and I do give him a little bit of credit. Granted. And I think that, I think the only thing that I like about Jonathan right now is, I mean, Donathan, sorry, see, now I'm starting to do it, um, is that 
he was such a target in the beginning, and this is what I love about Survivor, is that mm-hmm. he was such a target in the beginning, then he went to Ghost Island, and then he couldn't be a target, mm-hmm. and then he comes back, and this tribal council, he's like, not even on anybody's radar. Hold on. Anymore. Let what? me read a quote. A quote. I was going to quote a tweet. I was going to quote a tweet from Donathan tonight that yes. I think made a little bit of sense of why we didn't see much of Donathan. Okay. Uh-huh. But he quoted Daniel Reyes, who's an iconic Big Brother yes. house guest, season three. Everyone who loves Big Brother will know her. He said, in the words of the great Daniel Reyes, keep your eyes open and your mouth shut. Ah. Right. So I think that's why. You're right. He was a target at the beginning, and now he's yes. taking a step back and letting other people But I mean, out. I think that if we learned anything from Big Brother and from Survivor, you can't play too strong in the beginning because then you'll mm-hmm. be a target. Right. So you have to fly in the middle. You can't be too weak or else you'll be a target. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have to play in the middle. Look at Stephanie Gonzalez of last, yeah. last episode. She got targeted because she was too strong. Someone in the chat, I don't, I don't remember the name, but they brought up a good point. Do you think James is playing down his his athleticism to make it seem like he's not as strong? No. I feel like there's no way last week because he really messed up last week. And he thought yes. he was going home. He's yeah. like, I'm a target because I Like sucked. this week, if he, if he maybe like didn't make it across the first time and then made it across the second, like that yeah. could be seen maybe that way. But I don't think last week he really just no. I don't. I definitely don't think that he's playing down his strengths. I think that he's just messing up, and yeah. he just. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. What I loved about this episode was that in the beginning, James was saying that he found he essentially found out that he was the second target because if Jacob actually had an idol, like a real idol, mm-hmm. and he played it, J- James would have went home. Yeah. So it was like the skin of his teeth that he got by. He yeah. really did. So he needs to step up his game. Yeah, he can't true. be like falling on these damn ramp walls and Donathan sitting here like, <laughs> Donathan I got gets it. over and, no. and James can't. No. But anyways, I do just think that Donathan showed a lot of progress and I'm proud Fine. of him. Fine. <laughs> From last week, he couldn't even get under the water. Okay. I'll be done. <laughs> I'll be done. But, I mean, speaking of Donathan, they... They said, okay, if you guys, Malolo wins, and then they have to pick one person to send to Ghost yes. Island. They couldn't decide. So half of them, they said, does anybody dissent against Donathan? And who called out? They said, Stephanie. Stephanie said, I do, I dissent against yes. that. So why do you think that she didn't want to send him? She's a smart cookie. And I think it's because, I mean, I don't think it's because, I think it's pretty. No, Stephanie is a survivor fan. Stephanie's so she knew not what on she was that doing. tribe. Stephanie was on Malolo, and she said, I dissent to sending Donathan mm-hmm. to Ghost Island because. Malalo is not they're in the yes. minority on both tribes mm-hmm. both tribes so for her mm-hmm. she's looking out for her other Malalos by saying if we send one of them that makes them lose a number even more yes. so forcing them to go to rocks makes it a little bit more fair fair and I thought that was really brilliant yeah that was great gameplay on Stephanie's part I think yeah. and I don't know if it's just coincidence I don't know how many people believe in coincidence when it comes to television but for <laughs> there to be four on the now new Malolo tribe there are four old Malolos and five Navidis. Mm-hmm. And then on the new Naviti, there's five Malolos and four Navidis. Right. So the numbers just matched up. Yeah. So where you, if you have to pick somebody to go to Ghost Island, you literally can't. You, yeah. It's, you can't. Right. So you have to draw rocks. Right. I saw no a way. survivor, uh, going back to the tribe stuff really quick, I saw someone tweeting about how the swap happened. Did Jeff have two separate baskets that he went to each tribe with? Because if that's the case, people on Twitter have been saying, well, then it's kind of already stacked. Like, that's, yeah. it played out the way that I think maybe production would have wanted. Right. Wait, you're talking about what? Like, Jeff had two separate baskets. One basket of for... Rocks. No, for the buffs at the oh, beginning. Oh, for the buffs. So that's how the... The swap uh, played out the way it did. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just something I, an it observation that people well. have brought. Yeah. yeah. It was just. It's just a little too. What are the odds? What are the odds? Right. What are the odds of that happening? Huh. So Chris goes to Ghost Island. Mm-hmm. Lucky as hell for him because he was for sure. I at the beginning of the episode, I was like, he's out. He's yep. out. Go <laughs> home. Go yeah. home. But so he goes, and I do like you know. I, 
those, you know I love those moments when we kind of get to see a little bit more about their story rather than just, <laughs> you know, he was such a like tough guy and like telling people orders all day. And then we kind of get to see, you know, the softer side of him. Yeah, I love his. You know, what? No, he doesn't no, like okay. it. You say softer. I say starts with a P, but I don't want to say it. Uh-huh. Like it's just it's day eight, you guys. Like come on. But no, still. but here's okay. Yes, it's day eight, but I don't think he was complaining about the elements and the. He was and, just missing. During, yeah. He when you're by yourself mm-hmm. in a situation like this with no one to socialize, your brain's going to start thinking about the people at home, what you're missing out on, especially if you have a mother who's sick, mm-hmm. you're obviously going to want to think about her mm-hmm. and all that downtime. So I don't think it was the P word, <laughs> but I do think it was a moment of vulnerability of him just reflecting on his mom is his strength. Right. His mom is the ultimate survivor. She was given two months to live, and here she is still yeah. living well, this Well, he's day. also on the island. He doesn't know what's happening with her. Exactly. Something could be happening so with her. So he's drawing from her yeah. strength to endure the sh- the game. I mean, also, does anybody know what time of day this is? I'm assuming that they play the immunity challenge at really early in the morning, right. probably like 10 a.m. <laughs> right. So it's still it's probably what 11:30 noon at this point. <laughs> what is he going to do all day? He's literally on Ghost Island for like 12 hours. You guys, yeah. So do you guys remember exactly what are you doing? Doing they were there for like shit? two, like, three days, like. You're there for 12 hours and you can't hold your down? No, all I'm saying is, like, what are you planning on doing this whole time? I don't care. I don't would find ways about to it. entertain Like, myself. swim, hike, like... <laughs> swim, hike. Play in the sand. Make fake <laughs> idols. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's why they all go so crazy over there. Like, that's why... Um, what's his name that got voted out the first episode? Jacob, Jacob was being such a weirdo. Yeah. Because he was just like, well, I don't have anything else to do. Let me just make an idol. Well, Donathan seemed to be fine on Ghost Island. We didn't see a lot of Donathan Probably because Ghost Island. Ghost Island is just like Kentucky. Sorry, everybody from Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, moving into pre-tribal. Um, the only thing that was, you know, really... Um, significant about this to me was how Angela mm-hmm. was basically so stressed and not, and she was like, I'm willing to go to rocks for old Navidi, which to me, I was just kind of like, you're willing to like risk that much at this point in the game yeah, for yeah. old Navidi that you were with for a couple days. And she kind of explained that her mentality or her upbringing as a veteran, mm-hmm. she kind of trusts and had to rely on a team of people. So In I a think, short amount of time. Yes. yes. So I think for her, she kind of resorted back to that frame of mind, which I don't think really works for Survivor. Right. You have to be adaptable. Yes. Um, which I think mm-hmm. she will learn after tonight's episode. Moving forward, at least yeah. you could hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you. I liked Angela's loyalty aspect mm-hmm. because I think that's going to turn a lot of people on. I feel like in a game filled with such lies, the person that you want to talk to is the person who is going to be loyal. Yeah. I think that point in case when Dom is sitting here going, you know, well, I'm ready to to, to switch and, and get out Chris, and you're like, well, whoa, hold mm-hmm. on a second, like, let's just take mm-hmm. a second. I think it puts a bad taste in your mouth when you when you aren't loyal in the beginning. But, I and I do, I commend her for being loyal, but when you are loyal, you have to be loyal to the right people. You can't be loyal she to She was loyal like to that. people yeah. who weren't loyal to her, and mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying moving forward. She's going to now realize who she can really put her loyalty into. It's a wake-up call. Yeah. I mean, even Wendell was like, I'm not drawing rocks for her. You know? Like, right. it, she tried to kind of confide that she wanted to do right. this. And, and Which, basically... Why did Wendell then go turn the attention on voting out? I get Angela was Chris's right-hand woman, but I don't... I didn't get that vibe at all this episode. I didn't get that vibe yeah. right. at all. I'm With saying... Angela and Chris? Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
I didn't she know that clearly she was, was like, I don't that. trust Chris, but maybe perception is reality out there. So maybe what Wendell was seeing mm-hmm. is obviously different from what us as the viewers see. I think they're also, because Wendell, Angela, and Chris were on Old Navidi together. So I think that's where that whole like stipulation started. Maybe they're saying things that cameras didn't show where Chris and Angela had like this bonding experience. On yeah, Old it Navidi. must have been. But, I mean, with Angela at Tribal, too, something that was interesting was, like, she was the only one that called out. She's like, you know, I, I kind of went and talked to different people. Like, do I go with a popular decision or do I go with what's right for me? Mm-hmm. Saying that she felt a lot of pressure from Chris. Mm-hmm. And everybody's kind of like, Chris isn't here. Yeah. I, I'm wondering what kind of pressure she was really feeling from him. Hmm. Unless she was putting pressure on herself. But she also right. said before he left, he said... Stick with the plan. Stick with the plan. Don't change Famous last words in Survivor. Stick with the plan. It never happens. So um, they wanted to, they wanted to go with Dominic. Yeah. Yes. Angela and Chris wanted to go with Dominic, and who would have been their fourth? Who knows? Because yeah. Chris yeah. went to Coast. Because Chris went to Coast <laughs> yeah. Island. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So so quickly, who re- who had the votes? Morgan got sent home, obviously, with Libby, Don, Donathan. Laurel and James. Yes. So Libby was the one that s- s- flopped at the end. Let's talk about how savage this whole yes, please. situation played but out. But before we get into tribal <laughs> council, I just have to say a little word from our sponsors. Okay. Yes. Um, so if you guys want to have fun, you want to learn and grow in all areas of your life, for those who do, we've got a podcast for you. Now, Conversations with Maria Menunos. It's a podcast edition. is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder, Maria Menounos, mm-hmm. and it drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Marie, Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life, from health and wellness to career and relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister that you've never had. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Everybody loves free. <laughs> and be sure to rate and comment. And when you do, let Maria know that her own AfterBuzzers sent you to her. Aww. Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition. Check it out, guys. Do it for real. Maria's great. And, she's great. And she's got a great podcast. Yeah, it's a really good podcast. And so. she's really sweet, you guys. Those of you who do know she her is. personally, she's so sweet. Her mm-hmm. and her family are, are great. And they yeah. give us this opportunity to be here and talk mm-hmm. to you guys. So Amen. check it out. <laughs> now let's go to Beautiful. Tribal Council. So yes. please talk about how savage this is. Savage play by play. <laughs> so they're going to Tribal. Morgan thinks she has Libby. They bonded over this Catholic connection, <laughs> yes. which I love for a minute. I was like, Libby's so cute. She's so sweet. Catholic. So the, cla- the hashtag so Catholic you fell connection. For it. No, I didn't fall okay. for it. Um, I, but I think it was good for Libby to kind of play okay. the field. I think they mm-hmm. both were kind of feeling each other out. So then, fast forward, they lose. So James then pulls Libby aside and says, I think Dominic's playing us. I think the fake idol is clearly mm-hmm. masking the fact that he's a real one. Libby's like, nah, I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And then James is like, I think we should vote out Dominic's right-hand woman, Morgan. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of on the fence that that was going to be a good move for her or not. Yeah. Gosh, I am so happy she made the move she did. And the best part is at the storyline of Tribal Council when Morgan had her little thing about like, no, you know who you're loyal to. Mm-hmm. And then... Jeff calls out Libby about, you know, what about lying and Libby loyalty. Libby says, why are you calling me out? Exactly. And then Morgan chimes in and goes, yeah, Libby's adorable. Who wouldn't want to trust her? She's cute. She's got a great smile. She is just here. She's charming, whatever. And then Libby Lo and votes behold. Morgan out. And then the best part was the one-liner that Morgan delivered at the end when she goes, don't trust the cute blonde. Oh, Boom. It made Libby be more of a standout to me as a yes, player, yes. and I'm really excited to see where she goes from here. I feel like d- pulling something like that off like this early in the game and being so subtle about it can really help her out as we move forward. Right, but let's let's also remember that it wasn't 
Libby's idea to vote Morgan out. Like, if this was Libby's idea to vote Morgan out... she didn't have to fight. No, no, no. But at the same time, like, I would give her even more credit. I don't know why I'm being so hard on players today, but I am. I feel like if she had, like, this whole idea from the beginning and did this whole, like, with Morgan, oh, yeah, we're Catholic schoolgirls, we're going to bond, and then still went... And then was like, hey, everybody, this is what we're doing. Right, right, right. That would have given me more credit for her, but she did stick to... See, I kind of like it the more subtle way, like, where you kind of are like, oh, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do this because it's better for my gameplay, instead of standing out that way. Yeah, a hundred percent because she weighed out the options in her mm-hmm. head. She's like, she, she even said in one of her little interviews, this is a, a really big moment to really see where moving forward, where things are going to lie. Mm-hmm. And she chose to stick with the original Malala, mm-hmm. which I thought was the smartest move for mm-hmm. her game. Like she at was thinking point. about herself. Yeah, but then at the same time, when you get to the end, say she does get to the end, when you're building up that resume, doesn't it sound more powerful to be like, oh, I had the idea to vote Morgan out and I was the one that got all these votes together to do it? Yes, Rather but than saying, Libby oh, was, I just stuck with the vote. She was the deciding vote. Yeah. And to okay. me, that's also a little bit more powerful yeah. because she was like, you needed me. And mm-hmm. I gave you what you wanted. Right. I helped execute your plan Fair. because right. I'm the one that decided to vote her out. Fair. So it's kind of like yeah. whatever the yeah. jury really thinks is better. Right. Um, was I the only one who thought that Morgan had a crush on Libby? Yeah, no. they're they're a little like a little bi. I don't know. I got a little I got a little uh lesbian crush there. Little vibe. <laughs> Which I'm all about. I'm all about it. I was like, okay, Morgan, if this is what the case, I was all about it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Let us know what you guys think. Um, (laughs) But wait, who was Angela talking to during this situation? Because she's the only one that voted for Libby. Well, because the last thing she heard was she was going to stick with Navidi, and they said Libby. That's what Wendell and her discussed. So she was staying loyal to it. She Why did they? Right. Was okay, okay, okay. Because yes. and then they were blindsiding her, basically. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Now it's a wake up call for Angela to be like, oh wow, I was willing to be 100 percent loyal to Navidi, and clearly and they, they were going to vote for me. Yes. So now I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot because I mean Angela be was powerful, really damn close to going home. Yeah. So which if she would went home, I would have been really upset because I actually really like her. Yeah. I liked yeah. Morgan a lot. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I got a really great vibe from Ange- from Angela this I liked I Morgan, too, until she uh, gave her legacy advantage to Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. I'm glad you brought that up. I get why you did, but as a viewer, I'm angry because Dominic, if he turns out to be like a new Ben or a new Tony, I'm going to be bored. Right. So no you, okay. offense. So, so you, you don't like Tony either. I don't like that prototype okay. player. Yeah. I, I don't either. I'm sorry. It's boring. It's predictable. Yeah. I, Ben last season was so predictable. Like, it was so predictable he was going to win, and it was mm-hmm. frustrating as a viewer. Did you yes. want... Um, I wanted Chrissy to win. Chrissy oh, Chrissy. And Everybody to be honest, I, I wanted Ben to I wanted win. I didn't oh, really care for Chrissy, yeah. but I, I wanted her to be Ben. You know because what? I didn't want Ben to win. Yeah, at the end, she did really... I mean, she had a great run, a great story, you know. I, I had always wanted Ben to win, and I didn't care for Chrissy, but at the end, I was kind of conflicted a little bit. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they were both good players. No, but, I was still all about Chrissy. Yeah. Um, Did you want to, were you going to say something? No. Okay, so, we don't have a ton of time left, so, before we get into predictions, I want to get into our fantasy draft. <laughs> Woohoo! So let us know what you guys are thinking, and, um... We're just going to go right into okay, it. Okay, well, before we get into it, yes. last season we did it wrong. How do we do it? So wrong? you go first, okay. and then I go, James goes. Then I go first, James goes, you go. Then James goes first, you okay, go, I, I go. Okay, I like that. Right. That seems fair. So I go first. I'm yes. scared. Hold on. I'll, I'll write this down because I'll make a graphic for us. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. I'm all about visual aids. See, so. this is why we, we have James on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there'll be two wild cards eventually because there's 17 of us total. So Okay, oh. so how many people do we get each? We'll each get five with okay. two wild cards, okay. and we can figure out the logistics of the wild cards. Rock, you can paper, either scissors. trade them out, or if your player <laughs> gets voted out, you pick one of the wild cards. Oh, that's cards. a good idea. We'll see. Oh, I like it. See, James has got a game already. <laughs> All right, boo, let's go. All right, I'm going to pick Kellen. Uh, okay. Ah. She was one of my top. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to pick Stephanie. Oh my gosh. I am. <laughs> well, keeping with the female theme, I'm going to pick Libby. I was going to pick her next. Okay. Boom. Um, okay, so I go. Um, so wait, sorry, who did you pick first? Uh, uh, Stephanie. Stephanie, okay. Um, I'm going to go with Desiree. Uh-huh. <sighs> Dang it. <laughs> She's queen. Yep. Queen. Um, I'm going to pick... In the past, I don't normally, like... I don't find myself rooting for this type of player, mm-hmm. but... For some reason, I'm digging him because he made a comment about banana Laffy Taffy tonight, and I feel like I'm the only one who likes banana Laffy Taffy. So I'm gonna pick Sebastian. Okay. So you don't normally like 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 that. Like kind the J, of, like the Joe, Joe the C- yeah. Okay. But something about Sebastian's endearing, and you like banana Laffy Taffy. So hey, I'm gonna pick you for my team. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm gonna go with Wendell. Dang, that would have been my <laughs> next choice. Okay. All right, James, you go first. Wow. Uh, um, <laughs> you too. I, I I just went. Okay. You know. I'm picking this purely based on like I'm. I love this kid, and I I really love how he represents the LGBT community. I, uh-huh. So I'm gonna pick Donathan. Do I okay. think he can win? I think it's a long road for him because he's too likable that I just I was can't see him, him at the end. I think so that I'm he pick could. Maybe. I was gonna pick him too. So okay, great. <laughs> you Boom. had somebody who had him. There you go. <laughs> I think he could make it kind of far. Um, I'm gonna go with Angela. Oh, damn it, that was my next one. Good choice. Um, I'm gonna go with. Hmm. Gosh, um, I'm gonna go with Michael. Okay. Oh, man, slim pickings, y'all. Yeah, seriously. Okay, you go. Oh, first. me? Yeah. Um, I'm between Jenna and Chelsea, but I literally don't know who Chelsea is. But because <laughs> but is that I, a good because thing? I don't know who she is, True. maybe I'm like she might really show her. But her I don't story know who might Je- evolve. I don't know who Jenna is either, really. Okay. What does Chelsea look like? Is she blonde? She's the know. NFL cheerleader. <laughs> just, and what is Janet? I just don't know. She's like an assistant, I think. Is she the marketing specialist? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go with Jenna. Okay. Might have been a mistake. <laughs> I'm stressed. Um, I'm going to go. I'm, then I'm going to take, I'm yeah. gonna take Chelsea. Ugh. Yeah. Great. If she fucking wins, sorry. Excuse my friend. <laughs> oh my if she wins, I'm going to be really mad. Okay, so it looks like we have Bradley, uh, Brendan, uh, Laurel, who else? Chris. Dom and Chris. And James. And Dom and James. Oh, Lord, y'all. I definitely don't want Dom or Chris. Let me just put it that way. Um, I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick Laurel. Okay. okay. Me? Yep. I'm going to go with James. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with Dom. Dang it. <laughs> Did you just say you didn't want it? Wait, you were actually wait aren't two people supposed to be wild cards? Yeah. Yeah. So we have So Chris I have my five. And Brendan. Chris and Brendan are left. So I'm gonna pick Bradley. The wait, one that how many do you have? Oh, you have four. I have four. I'm gonna pick okay. Bradley. So now you the round one is that up. Complains. <laughs> yeah. So we got Brendan and Chris's wild cards. Well, you get one more. No, Brendan. I have five. Who, who did you, who was the last person? I have James, Angela, Wendell, oh, yeah. Jenna, and Kellen. Bam. Which I, I'm really stressed about the Jenna situation versus... So Chris and who? Brendan. <laughs> yeah. Are who is Chelsea? Who is Jenna? I, I was going to pick Jenna, so I think you do you a were? good choice. Okay. Yeah. I hope Jenna gets voted out last ep- next episode so oh, I can man. say that I picked Chelsea. I'm, and I don't know who she is either. I'm pretty confident in my first three, Angela, Wendell, and Kellen. Uh, yes. I'm a little jealous that you got Angela. I'm kind of jealous you got Wendell. Uh, I said last week Jeff Probst says that he thinks Wendell's going to win although Jeff's never right about it but 
He said this might be the year of reversing the curse, and maybe he'll be right this time. Yeah. Do you so. want to give us a recap of who we have? Yeah, so Paige has Kellen, Wendell, Angela, Jenna, and James. You have Stephanie, Desiree, Michael, Chelsea, and Dom. And then I have Libby, Sebastian, Donathan, Laurel, and Bradley. All right. And then our wild cards are? Wild cards are Chris and Brendan. Okay. Sweet. I know you guys will keep track of this for us as we go (laughs) along, which you always do. So let's just, before we wrap up, let's get into predictions for next week. Okay. I love predictions. Here we go. Let us know what you guys think in the chat, what you think for next week. I mean, so we saw a little bit about the idol. Yes. Mm-hmm. What? Um, okay, well, well, well what I, else was in the preview? There wasn't too much. Well, we saw Dom and Laurel sitting down on the beach together. Right. Which I think Dom would be Laurel, a really okay. interesting duo, because okay. it just seems very... In- I would like to see where that kind of develops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know much about Laurel as a player at all yet. I feel like I, I don't really know if she's, like... Maybe she'll the t- surprise The us. type of person that's going to really go for it, or the type of person that kind of sits back and takes direction. I'm not really sure. Laurel? Yeah. I think Laurel is definitely the sit back to direction. Really? But I also think she's smart. Because in the first episode, she's like, Donathan's the type of player you want to kind of scoop up and mm-hmm. like use as a vote. And yeah. I I want to see their kind of relationship evolve, too. I think something's going to happen with Dom's idol next week. Because, I mean, we keep hearing about him like telling all these people or a fake or a real one. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to have to play something next week. Yeah. I you know? Yeah. I'm not sure. What do you guys think? I guess we'll see. I, I I predict that there might be a showmance this season. I'm just going to call it how I see it. I oh, wanted there to be a showmance with Morgan and, and I don't want to say who yeah, okay. exactly. But, you know, before the season started, I follow Inside Survivor. I love reading about, like, the predictions of who the cast is going to be for the upcoming season. And I start following them a few, a few of them on social media. And two of them, you know, were hanging out together before the show started premiered um, and they hung out together for the actual premiere and then one of their Twitter bio says I'm in love with a mermaid and one of the other players Twitter handles has the word mermaid in it so I wonder if that's subliminal Ooh. and I would like to see if maybe these two evolve into a relationship post survivor I'm excited that's so fun yeah just observations I, that's why I don't say names yet because I would like to maybe build my case first yeah build a little <laughs> bit see what people think see if we find anything else about it that's great if you guys uh, find anything cool about Survivor that we might not know too, throw it out there. Yeah, We'd love definitely. to hear. Yeah. Any final thoughts before we sign off for the no. night? I'm just so excited to be here. You guys. I'm so excited. I'm yeah, really excited, excited for this season. I feel like it's going to be really good. And I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Great. It's We're be fun. so excited. It'll be a great season. Thank you guys for joining us. And where can they find you guys? I am Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. And I'm on Twitter at James Wallington and on Instagram at Where's Wallington. <laughs> and I am Paige Bonanno. You guys can find me on all social media at Paige Bonanno. Thanks so much for joining. And we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 